This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com. Welcome to All the Social Ladies with CEO of Likeable Media, Carrie Kerpin. Now, Carrie Kerpin. Not many podcast guests on All the Social Ladies describe themselves as runway roadkill. You will hear the story today of Kelly Cook, the Chief Marketing Officer of Kmart. You're going to love her from runway model to CMO. Take a listen. Welcome, Kelly, to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you on today, and I would love for you to tell our listeners the story of your career. Well, thank you, Carrie. Again, thank you for having me, and I am super excited to be here and get a chance to to connect with your listeners. Um, So if I'm starting out with anything around my career, I have to start out with my nickname, which is Runway Roadkill. (laughs) And, and, and it starts out from, I, I, I was a runway model when I was 18 years old. And in my first show, I, and I'm dating myself here, but I was dressed like Tina Turner's comeback. So I had my hair spiked real high and I was in a little denim mini skirt with these high heels. And as I was walking out, my first step, I fell, my first show fell and my legs went out from under me forward. And of course, legs are everywhere and shoes are flying off. And uh, many years later, I was telling my girlfriends about it. And they were like, Oh, my God, you're runway roadkill. So the the point of the story is it's sort of it's indicative of how, how my career has been. Two things. After I fell, I got up, I dusted myself off and acted like I totally meant to do that. And that is indicative of the career. So two points. One is, is having the confidence to just stand back up, brush yourself off and go. And I like to say confidence is going after Moby Dick in a rowboat and taking the tartar sauce with you. Right. It is. It is all about confidence. And so that's kind of the way I've approached my life. It's having the confidence. But when a mistake happens, just get up, act like it meant that, you know, everything was meant to be and you learn from it. And I it's really sort of proved helpful. Even when I ended up with, you know, four kids under two, it's like, okay, I got this. Let's do this. (laughs) Okay, so you were a runway model and now you're a CMO. Explain to me how this how this happened. (laughs) how did did you get here and with like five actual five children so I I always had an affinity for for and a love for business and really was always inspired by how brands can deliver rich exciting experiences that make people want to tell others about them like that's I think that's a magic piece of the formula that I've always been interested in so I started out after school at Continental Airlines where I ran global customer engagement there and was a part of a turnaround where we were the ninth 
worst airline in the United States. And then a 10th airline was formed and we slid right into 10th place, which was absolutely amazing. So, um, but a part of that, I was totally inspired and hooked on the power of brands to transform themselves by focusing on what members love. And that has been the consistent theme throughout my entire career. So from there, I went to waste management, which I was very inspired by. How do you how do you create engagement with your customers when they love you when you're not visible to them? So our members, when I was at waste management, was like, look, I, I just don't want to have to deal with my trash. I want you just to deal with it. And I want it to go right, to a place right. and I don't want to have to worry about it. And by the way... I want you to use all of my trash to turn things into recyclable materials that help the environment. So I was really intrigued by how we do that. We ended up on Project Runway and we had the designers build and I remember trusts. that actually. Yes. So from there, I ended up at DSW where I was the CMO of DSW Shoes, which hello, it's shoes. I like mean, who doesn't love that? I know. And so there I launched the Shoe Lover campaign, uh, which sort of revolutionized the emotional connection that DSW had with its with its members. And then from there, I got the opportunity to come to Kmart. And you get very few opportunities to, in your career to transform a once iconic brand. That is so awesome because all of us have these amazing, rich yummy, delicious memories of Kmart when we were kids. We all went there. We had blue light specials. My own, you know, aunt lost her wedding ring in a bin full of pillows because she was going cray trying to get the pillows because they were on blue light special. (laughs) Um, So I thought, how exciting. So that's why I'm here. That's really incredible. You're basically coming back to your continental roots, right? Like bringing an iconic older brand up to snuff. It's amazing. That's exactly right, Carrie. And so I'm excited to be here and watch it. And we, uh, you know, we've launched with Shopping is Fun again. We've brought in our, uh, you know, the iconic saying of attention Kmart shoppers, which is in, you know, top 10 of the top 1,000 movies, I think, out there per IMDb. Like there's all these fun facts about Kmart, which is amazing. One of our own regional vice presidents married the Blue Light Special Girl. That's how. No. <laughs> yeah, they've been married like 30 years and he met her and fell in love with her right by a flashing blue light special light, which is sort of a fun little tidbit about the company. So, so I love this. So you're basically embracing the iconic things that make Kmart Kmart and the things that made it, um, so kind of so much a part of our memory years ago into, in order to bring that back. So you're embracing that. That's exactly right. And we are going to do that by doing the things that we know are the right things. We are going to listen to our members and we're going to listen to our members where they are, which is how that's, that's why social media is so incredibly important to us because that's where our members are. That's where they're talking. That's where they're referring. That's where they are reviewing. And it's very important that we stay really close and listen and make our business better by following what they are saying and ensuring that we're listening and doing the things that they want. 
So let's talk about that for a second, because I think what's really interesting, even before we get into Kmart specifically in social, is your uh, career trajectory and working on these huge brands and seeing how social changed the way we market, right? So when you started at Continental, I would imagine it would be very different from when you were at DSW. How did the advent of social really play into kind of the marketing as you saw it over time? How did you watch it change? That is such an interesting question because we, I think that the connective tissue between all people in marketing, it, marketing is just passion showing up from your customer. I mean, that's what marketing really is. And so what we've done, what I've seen over time is instead of the focus groups or the surveys or some of those things that we did in the 90s and people did long before me is now social listening. It is now getting on our Facebook page and reading every single comment, going to our Twitter feed, reading every single tweet. What are people talking and how how are they reacting to what we're doing as a brand? And it's actually the most exciting time ever to be in retail. It's the most challenging for sure, but it's such an exciting time because you can stay moments away from your members. I mean, we launched crowdsourcing, even in my last role where we had our members name the shoes. Here we have our own internal, we have our employees, you know, voting on the colors of the shirts that we're going to release through our own internal social media sites. So it it is such a useful mechanism in which to be in the current narrative. It's a very exciting time. Tell me a little bit about the overall approach to social um, and why Kmart is there and what you want to do with social coming up. So I would characterize that simply stated as we want to be modern, relevant, and cool. That's what we want. Kmart being modern, relevant, and cool cool is about us um, delivering shopping is fun again and all the parts of our value proposition that we have developed in conjunction with our members. We met with thousands of members and we developed this value proposition that is all about thrilling deals and experiences worth sharing and shopping is fun again. I mean, our own members are like, look, blue light specials was the original flash sale. <laughs> I mean, it was the original flash yes. sale. No, and guess what? Blue light special is 50 years old this year. And since I'm almost 50, like I'm super, super excited about that because 50 is the new 30. 50 is the new 30. 100%. It totally is. And blue is a new black because of blue light special. <laughs> but, but so our members were saying, you know, blue light specials are what we love. They were fun. They brought energy and exciting to the shopping experience, which is why we now have shopping is fun again. So when we relaunched the brand in November and we wanted people to rediscover Kmart, we went big and bold with blue light specials. And guess what, Carrie? We were trending on Twitter the next day. And we didn't even have to put a lot of paid behind it. It was all organic being driven right directly from the market. And so that was our first sign that we knew that we were doing the things that members wanted us to do because social validates that for us and course corrects us if we're not. 
Absolutely. It's the first indicator for you for test. I love that you embraced, Kelly, what's quirky and fun about Kmart of yesteryear to make it resonate today. It's like such an interesting sort of retro approach that gets people excited. That is so great. And so you saw that that resonated on Twitter and therefore you knew kind of to blow it out. Exactly. And that, oh. so, so that's the thing, Carrie, that's so smart about, you know, what you are doing and what your listeners are doing and what's, what's so excited about this space. You know, we saw we were trending on Twitter. We had other indicators that we were relevant with the social narrative and we were like, awesome. Then when we launched St. Jude's during holiday, we took all those learnings that we had from when we read you know, rediscovered Kmart in the market and we launched the giving hat and the giving hat was so successful. It was the most successful St. Jude's campaign we've ever had. And guess mm -hmm. what? It was all about our members sharing on behalf of a greater cause and a greater good. And we created these cute little beanie hats that had these fun sayings, which the patients at St. Jude's defined, which were thanks, smile, laugh a lot, and some of these other sort of things, which were right in tune with our brand, which is shopping is fun again. And people socially shared pictures of these hats and tagged the people in their life that they loved. And they were able uh -huh. to give these hats to everybody. So that was sort of sort of success number two. Then we took that right into the next campaign, which we launched, which was um, Super Bowl. And so we had an incredible team of people live tweeting during the Super Bowl. Now, you wouldn't think Kmart's live tweeting, but our members are all watching the Super Bowl. So we were one of the few retailers that live tweeted during the Super Bowl. And then we started engaging our, uh, we started engaging other brands in the Super Bowl narrative, and we ended up having Twitter conversations with Heinz Ketchup, with Doritos, Incredible. With and our members were sharing it and reposting and retweeting. Again, without a lot of paid, we were doing it organically because our members were doing it, on for, doing it for us, which took us to where we are now which is this incredible campaign around Peeps Generator. So think about it as Peeps meets Jib Jab. <laughs> and Amazing. you can actually put your, your, even your beautiful baby boy's little face on the little uh, face <laughs> of a peep and share it with all your friends. I mean, you need to run, don't walk, go do it. Right. <laughs> it's so much fun. Kelly, you are hysterical. So tell me, I love it. Of course, I'm going to do the peeps generator right away. And by the way, you don't even need to describe. When you say peeps meet jib jab, you know exactly what's happening there. And it's perfect. I love it. I love that you're, embra you're embracing the quirk, which is just so cool. And I think the reason you don't, the thing that I love is that when you're not putting that much paid behind it, you're using it as a test. And when you see what really goes, then you know what to invest in. It's so smart. I just, I really love it. And tell me, so you as the chief marketing officer of Kmart, so you are tasked with really making sure that digital is working for you. And so how do you measure uh, the success of what you're doing? Are you, what matters to you as a CMO? Are you looking at um, the overall kind of brand lift? Are you using studies? Are you looking at engagement and reach? Give me the scoop. So, you know, I get that question a lot, Carrie, and here, here's, here, there are three things, to be honest, that I really, really care about. Okay. One, okay. one is 
What is the share of voice in the market? How many times are our members talking about us relative to other people that are in the market? So share of voice is very, very important. The second one is, is that narrative positive or negative? Right. Because you can have lots of sure voice and it be a bad thing, you know, yes, of uh, course. although I would argue that having that input, you know, immediately from our shop your way members is almost something you can't put a price tag on. It's absolutely invaluable to us. But then the third thing is, does that ultimately contribute to a better member experience, which makes them want to buy more at Kmart? So those are the three things, share voice, sentiment, and then sales through the power of click-throughs, through the power of our app, through all of the uh, different things that we do to, to drive performance for our members and drive sales for our members. Incredible. And what would you say is the biggest opportunity and the biggest challenge facing Kmart and social today? I think, so I, I think the biggest challenge is, you know, we have millions and millions and millions of members. And we are interested in every single thing, every single one of them has to say. So we want to hear everything and, and trying to ensure that we break through the clutter and we can really understand exactly what they're saying and, and provide them relevant content that they feel is important that they also want to hear is probably one of the biggest challenges that we have. We want to stay very authentic to our voice. It's all about shopping is fun again. It's all about creating these experiences that make them want to brag. I mean, some of the, when, when I was reading some of the things that people say, were saying about us, you know, whether it was through Twitter or Facebook or shop in, which is on our shop your way app. It was amazing because I, you could read tweets or shop in posts that said, Oh my gosh, I got a blue light special today. I got a $149 comforter for $19. Yeah. That makes them feel savvy. It makes them feel confident. It makes $1 feel like $5, which is that, that value prop that they really want. They want to feel like that they're smart, savvy consumers. They are smart, savvy consumers. And we want to give them every opportunity to feel that way and feel good about every single purchase that they have. Incredible. And tell me a little bit about what your favorite social presence for Kmart today, which is the one that um, either works the best or just you're most proud of the content there. Something that really does the which which works the hardest for you. So I'm going to answer just just personally my own personal preferences. The first favorite I have is really Snapchat because that is the way my children are communicating with me. Uh, they love the filters. They love how fun it is. They love how they can express themselves. I mean, my my literally my 18 year old the other day Saturday morning when I was on staycation snapped love staycation. Me, they're the best. The best. <laughs> He snapped me from his bedroom saying, is breakfast ready? Instead yep. of texting me. So it's how I'm communicating. Yep. Um, the second one is I'm a gigantic football fan. And so I love the NFL fantasy football app. So I'm totally addicted. So I, I there are times of the year where I push that to number one because I, I want to see how my fantasy team is doing. I am horrible at it, but I have a blast. 
Um, the, you know, the third one is I really love the shop your way app and the things on shop your way from our catalogs. I love seeing how our members are sharing their own content, their do it yourself projects, how they, you know, made their children's lunch. And they actually took one of our members in shop your way, took a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but then took a cookie cutter and lightly pressed it into the bread instead of it going all the way through it was just like a little design of hearts in the bread which I thought was so cool but that came directly from our members so I love that I love the sweepstakes which are in our app which are fun it allows our members to win things it allows me to play games so I play games through our our sweepstakes I'm a nerd at the at the, uh, at heart so I'm probably one of the few CMOs that has an MBA and a master's in finance. So I love the stocks app. So I'm always, I love this. I'm such, I'm, I would describe myself with, uh, as a major geek with just a little splash of diva, just a little, just a little splash. I think you, I think you own diva very well. So I like the stocks app. I love, um, Etsy for inspiration. I love, you know, it's consistent with what our members are doing as well. And so those are probably my, my, probably the ones I love the most. That are spread out all over your phone, which you have. Yes, of course. I <laughs> love it. So would you say that most of the activity is taking place in the Shop Your Way app for Kmart? It sounds like they're doing a ton of great content sort of uh, com- have overall conversations and even content creation from members. They do. So I think the the places that we're getting the most activity from our members is inside of our Kmart app and then our Shop Your Way app. And that's where our members like to play around. And it provides them what we call sort of a do-it-yourself content playground. So it allows them to, you know, post boards, post catalogs, post their favorite recipes, which are fun. Uh, so that's where that's where we're getting a lot of activity, which is which is awesome for us. I love that, and it's actually quite unusual because people aren't always as apt to share within an you know an app that's created by the company versus a, you know overall arching across the networks in which they're normally hanging out. And so it's really amazing that you get that type of interaction there. That's incredible. It, you know, it is, Carrie. And, I, and this is something that I haven't seen in the other roles that I've had leading marketing is that because we have this gigantic Shop Your Way ecosystem that is so, has so much functionality in it. I mean, we have something in there called Shop Your Way Relay where I can actually sit from my office right here in Chicago. I can go to Shop Your Way Relay. I can say, go to this mall, go to this store, pick out this item, charge it to my credit card, and deliver it to me to my office in five hours, if that's what I wanted. Amazing. So it has all, so I think to your point, it we get a lot of content because we've provided A lot of value. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And for the Kmart app, one of the things our members told us when we were relaunching Blue Light Specials is they said, look, send me an app notification as soon as that Blue Light Special is ready. And that's exactly what we did. So we send our members app notifications every day right at 11 a.m. And it's got all these amazing, really deeply discounted Blue Light Specials. And we had this weekend, you're not going to believe this, this weekend we had 
10 karat gold loop earrings that were normally $250 on sale for $24. That was the blue light special. And I'm like, going to my app, sending everybody shared, go buy these. This is amazing. And so that's what our members are doing as well. So it's really, really fun. I absolutely love that you own exactly who you are at Kmart. I'm so proud of you and so excited to see what happens with Kmart going forward. What an incredible peek inside Kmart. And I just love the overarching look at the social strategy. I love that you own who you are and really tap into the blue light specials. And I just am so thrilled to have had you on the show today, Kelly. Where should people follow you or connect with you? And where should they go to connect with Kmart? So we have uh, we have social media presences all over the major platforms. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Insta, we have everything. So they can find us there. And, um, and we're excited to hear from them and hear from your listeners. And uh, we can't wait. And how about if people want to connect with you? Are you on Twitter, LinkedIn? Where's the best place? Tell them to find me on LinkedIn. And that's a great place to start. And then we can go from there. Incredible. Thanks, Kelly. You are one fabulous social lady. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. And I'm so honored to be in company of your greatness. It's amazing. You've been listening to All the Social Ladies with Carrie Kerfin, CEO of Likeable Media. You can follow Carrie on Twitter, at Carrie Kerfin. To get current social media insights and great tips, sign up for Carrie's weekly newsletter by emailing newsletter at likeable.com. This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com.